We're live. Hello, parents. Welcome to the Pam Hour, Saki Productions, entertaining you from our small-ass kitchen. This is Camilla, and I'm here with my husband. Christopher Harris. And today we have a special guest. Um, this is someone that we, well, not that we, that I have known for many years. I've known her for many years, too, through <laughs> you, indirectly. <laughs> Chris has known her for five minutes, uh-huh. and I have known her. We actually used to go to high school together, mm-hmm. um, and then we had a, we lost touch when I went off to college and she stayed local. And it's been many, many years, but now thanks to social media and technology and, and technology, well, it is <laughs> it's part of technology, social yeah. media, they go Sorry, hand in hand. I'm wrong. <laughs> um, we have touched back um, and we are back in each other's lives and it's, it's nice, but um, I'm here with Andrea. Uh, hey, Andrea. Hello. Hey. Hi. <laughs> so Andrea is a mommy of two um how old are your boys andrea uh they're about to be six and three Aww. and what are you doing now to keep them preoccupied <laughs> while, well uh, while you're Jack doing this just fell asleep uh-huh. so i had to drive around town so he can fall asleep <laughs> um, which one is that the youngest one yeah yes he's he's two he's about to be three <clears throat> and then oliver because of the non-school because of the COVID 19 we're doing homeschooling um, mm. So he was about to be done with his schoolwork, so he can entertain himself. He's pretty easy nowadays. Yeah, what age, what age should he start getting easier? Oh, God, I don't know. I mean, Six. <laughs> yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Honestly, um, maybe four. Four, because, okay. I mean, we have yeah, that countdown, have babe. Four. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. You know, they're more independent. Mine's as already independent as it is. Yeah, she's like, get um, me that, and I give it to her, and then she like does. He just like walks off. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So four. Aw. Yeah. The yeah. last time I saw you, um, this is what we were talking about before we started recording. Last time I saw Andrea is when her first was born. So that was six years ago. So that's a long time ago. Long you were the time. first one, and I was the, the first one because my yeah. mom, my mom's nosy ass. You know how my mom is. She's like, I love her. And Andrea just had a baby. Andrea just I had know, a baby. I love her. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah, mom. I mean, should we give her some privacy? She's like, no, I want to go see it. I'm like, oh my gosh. Aww, so we I love up. her. I miss her. I, I feel like it's so hard to have a child when your parents are not in the country. That mm-hmm. I had, you know, like your mom and I had another, a couple of friends that were also Hispanic moms that I kind of relied on because you know how they mm-hmm. are that they're like, oh, you can yes. do this, you know? Yeah, you and yeah. your little baby bitch, you can do it. Woman, I had a friend whose mom told me, you know, women have been doing this forever without anything. You got this. And honestly, that little comment, I started crying because I was already close to 30 weeks. Mm-hmm. And you just feel so tired and swollen. And you're, yeah, I know the you're feeling. walking like a penguin. <laughs> yeah, third trimester um, was definitely, for me as well, the toughest. Yeah. Um, and um, so the little bit of help from other my mom my friend's mom mm-hmm. it really helped me you know when i thought about i wish my mom was here to go mm-hmm. through this with me and just to let the audience be aware um your mom was she's back in her country she's in peru correct during when you were yes. pregnant during that time okay. yeah okay. they left in 2010 2010 okay okay 
And um, how how were they um, involved during your pregnancy? Did they FaceTime with you or yeah, did they I send mean, you supplies? I, I send them pictures and we FaceTime every weekend still. Um, my mom, she already struggled with depression before I got pregnant. So it just only made it a little bit worse. Um, oh, yeah, I can imagine. But I, yeah, um, I mean, we started FaceTiming as soon as, I mean, the next day when I was conscious, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. she wanted to see Oliver and all that. And the first time we flew to Peru, Oliver had just turned two months. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, he know, was two was months when he... Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How was that flight, if you even remember? Honestly, <laughs> it was not as bad because all they wanted to was to just lay on me and to be nursed. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was not as bad. I had him on a carrier the whole time. Um, it was pretty easy. I think the hardest time to travel with any kids, multiples, <laughs> is mm-hmm. probably between like nine and 18 months maybe up to two years old because they just want to get into everything and they just don't, they just don't get it. That you can't be crawling. Yeah. <laughs> you know, can't sit still. The plane. you can't be <laughs> touching the bathroom and the plane, you know? Um, oh, so it's definitely been fun. <laughs> Has your second been to Peru as well? Cause I know Oliver's been a ton. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so both of them. Have been. Yeah. I took them. It was, it was very nerve wracking to fly with also Jack was also two months and Oliver was three. Wow. Um, was your husband with you by any chance? No. You did no. that shit by yourself? No. Yeah. I just, that is I another just form of brave. <laughs> oh I mean, as if the problem is if you think about it too much, you just, you know, you, you start worrying and stressing. And, and I do. I do. A whole week before I fly, I'm physically nauseous. Um, mm-hmm. But then, you know, once you get to the airport, it's almost like you're this is it. We have to do it. I have to get through it. And there's definitely people that give you the stink eye. Um, I remember when Oliver was like maybe nine months old and I was flying, I sat down and the person next to me was, you know, she had to be 18, 19. And she literally looked at me, rolled her eyes and said, (laughs) really? She like, she scoffed at you. Yeah. Like mom and a baby, you know, some people um, which have no I compassion guess, or you know, I, Yeah, it's hard to fly with kids. Um, but at the same time, my mother-in-law also, she's amazing. And she, like she said, you're never going to see them again. It's not a big deal. They were kids at some point. They will have kids at some point. So, mm-hmm. just, you know, you have to do whatever you get through it. Yeah, and that's you true. do. That's, yeah. Those are good words of advice. I yeah. agree with your mother-in-law. And um, during your pregnancy, um, I know that not having your mother was very difficult. Um, I can relate kind of. Um, yeah. My mother was still in state, but I was in California and she's in Georgia. So throughout my pregnancy, I didn't have my mother either. So, oh, um, man. yeah, so I definitely I know it's not the same level because your mom was in like in another country. Uh, but yeah. it's still it's hard. I, I understand. It that. is hard. Yeah, um, absolutely. You can't just go over to their house and complain about your day or, you know. Yeah. You and even <laughs> after the baby's born, you know, I didn't have my mom. I mean, I was very fortunate yeah. to have my mother-in-law uh, stay yeah. with us for how long did she stay with us, babe? A month? Your mom? Uh, oh, wow. November through January. Yeah. yeah because we had missed her awesome. first flight. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I was lucky with that. And, but I know that you and your mom, um, not mom, your mother in law, you two are very close, I believe. Oh, man. She's amazing. Yeah. Honestly, she is a godsend. Aww. Because, like Maybe. she says, I love, 
I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> can you like like sort of educate other parents on how to have that amazing relationship with their mother-in-laws? Yeah, because there's people out there that yeah. hate their in-laws. <laughs> yes, I feel very blessed. Um, I don't know if there's any tips. I am. I try not to be very confrontational, and I give her her space. But mm-hmm. she's also a lot like me. Uh, she's very outgoing. Uh, she mm-hmm. likes making friends, and she's pretty good about being non-judgmental. And I think that's a lot of things that's that. Good. A lot of moms, you know, without them even wanting to judge other people, they do. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. Um, that doesn't mean I, mean, I be a horrible father-in-law you know? in the future because I judge everyone all the time. You are not. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would be hard. I think about that. I think about who's gonna, who are my boys going to marry? And I really hope I have an amazing relationship with whoever they marry. Um, yeah, hopefully they're not terrible you know? people. <laughs> right? I know. No, yeah. Like, I pray about that already because mm-hmm. it's, it's scary. I mean, who are they going to be? Who are they going to marry? Who are going to be their friends that influence them to do good things and bad things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's And I want them to grow up to be good, you know, honest, responsible men. Of course. Um, of course. So, well, but it- yeah, I'm very blessed to have my mother-in-law. She did help oh. me out a lot when Oliver was born. Um and she came over almost every day just to see how I was doing, to bring snacks or food. Um, so she is pretty great. In fact, she's told me plenty of times she loved me more than her own kids. <laughs> <laughs> how does her husband feel about that one? <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> she's like, good. That's hilarious. That's funny because sometimes my mother. Uh-oh. Sorry, I had a phone call in the middle of this, of course. <laughs> Anyways, that always happens. Nobody calls me. And then when we're doing a podcast, someone has to call it. Anyways. Um, oh, gosh, she's out of my foot. Um, but anyways, so what I wanted to talk with you today, and it's something we have so many topics that we could talk about because you just have been through so much, um, especially with two children. But so you're a stay-at-home mommy. How is that for you? Man, it's been a lot harder than I expected. Um, you know, it's funny because people always think, oh, stay home, mom's doing nothing all day. Yeah, that's the stereotype but, for sure, which is yes, so um, silly. And after working, you know, working at Chick-fil-A for eight years, when I finally was like, I'm going to stay home with the kids. Because even after Oliver was born, I would work just Saturdays um, just to give me a break from being at home. Right. Um, and you see customers and they would say, oh, what do you do now? And I said, I'm a stay home mom. And immediately they're like, oh, you know, uh, um, really? or, oh, good for you. Like, oh, but that's nice. Then some other people <laughs> are very supportive. They're like, good, that's the greatest job you will have. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, it's, everyone has their own opinion, but it has been hard. Um, I'm very, I like to be outside and talking to people at all times. Yeah, no. From, I'm very outgoing. Yeah. So I know, it's I remember. hard for me to stay home and only have your child or, your, you know, both boys to just, you know, talk to. And this last few days, especially, um, now that they're both home and not in school, it's, mm-hmm. it's been a lot worse. And I can't even hang out with my other mom friends. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it's hard. It's, it's definitely hard. I have a question. Uh, you mentioned earlier in the show that 
your mom had depression. Is, was that right, or did I misunderstand that? Yes, yeah, she struggled with depression. <clears throat> so, do you, do you have depression yourself? And if you do, was it something you dealt with during your present your pregnancy? Not your presidency <laughs> during your pregnancy, and sort of like did that become a factor of being a stay at home mom too, and dealing with possibly depression and staying at home? You know. Um, no, I I was very lucky that both my pregnancies I was happy. I mean, I was I was bummed. My family wasn't here, but I was never depressed or struggled with depression. Um, uh, and same at home. I mean, I I like to see people. I like to have friends and go out and you know do anything outside. Um, but I don't struggle with depression. Um, that's great. Well, that's super good. That, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, what what I wanted to point out is you know I know that there's some um, you know couples out there that some of their fears to not have children is possible that like you know gosh depression once in my family I don't want to have a kid because what if my child has depression and the fact that you could say hey look you know my mom had it I don't have it and if you have it maybe your child won't have it Mm -hmm. and I and and that's the reason why I wanted to point this out specifically yeah yeah no we I don't which is great um on Ryan's side of the family, my husband, they do have like mental illnesses. They do struggle with depression a lot. And I'm surprised my husband doesn't have it either. Oh, wow. He's a very positive person overall too. So um, we're very blessed in that, <laughs> in that department. Yeah, no, that's awesome. <laughs> that's great. So you didn't struggle at all with postpartum depression, which is awesome. Did you feel yeah. that after you gave birth, even though your uh, mother wasn't present physically there, did you feel like you had support anyway? Did you feel like you had a lot of help? Um, I did for my mother-in-law. And most of my friends hadn't had any babies. So, in fact, only one friend had had a child. Um, So I kind of didn't know what I was doing. But I had taken care of my sister when I was younger. So I kind of knew what I was doing support-wise. Ryan had to work all the time. And he had just started a new job. So he had to travel a lot. So it was mainly me with Oliver for a while. Um, there were plenty of times that Ryan had to go and spend the night somewhere in Tennessee or Florida or Alabama and he wasn't going to come home. Or he had training in Jersey. He had to be out there for a week or so. And, oh, wow. I mean, it was okay. hard. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, I guess you try your best. I do what I can, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, and the fact that you didn't even, like, develop any type of PPD um, during that time, you know, that's very fortunate because – I know for me personally, like I suffered a little bit from postpartum depression and um, Chris would go to work and even like being gone for like eight hours of the day, I would just feel like an overwhelming sense of loneliness. Um, And it was the worst feeling ever. Like I felt so alone and then just kind of developed into something even more grave. Like even like when he was home, like at night when we go to bed, I would still have that feeling of loneliness and I didn't know what it was. It was something new for me and I didn't know how to approach it. Um, I didn't know how to speak to him about it. So, but that's, that's an entirely different episode in itself. Um, But like, yeah. So the fact that you didn't have to suffer through any of that, I mean, obviously you felt lonely at times, but it wasn't, it didn't intensify um, as much. yeah. Yeah. So you know, that's great. I'm really happy that you didn't have to suffer through Uh, that. I'm sorry you struggled with that. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty um, low key on things. Um, But yeah, I mean, it was it was something that was it was different for sure. 
But um, yeah, what I want to go back to is that stereotype about stay-at-home mothers. Stay-at-home mothers oh. get a bad, <laughs> yeah, have a bad rap of like, I remember, um, so I, I used to be a stay-at-home mom, I guess you could say, because for the first nine months of my daughter's, um, you know, first nine months of her life, I didn't work either. So I uh, was, I got to taste, you know, <laughs> what a stay-at-home mom was for uh, nine months. And it was fucking hard. It was so it was, it is hard. hard. Yeah. So, uh, like, especially when baby, the babies are new, you know, you're still getting the hang of things, you know, God help you if you can't, you know, if the baby doesn't latch, like, uh, sleepless nights. And then, you know, there'll be times that Brian will come home and he would never say anything, but I knew the house was, you know, a mess. disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and it's like, I'm sorry, I haven't had any, I haven't been able to do anything because mm-hmm. baby has been crying all day, you know, or yeah. he had colics all day, so I didn't do the bed. Or, oh, we don't have any clean laundry? Nope, I haven't done any. And he would never say anything like, you know, why didn't you make laundry or do the laundry? Um, but it's just, it is hard. You have a lot of things to do. Yeah, I know. So, and especially now that you have two. Um, so, was it more difficult with your second or easier or because people give me mixed there's I guess there's mixed um opinions on that some people think that things get easier with the second one like people are more like seasoned I guess you could say but then there's people that just get overwhelmed um so what's your take on it I think it's a little bit of both I Mm -hmm. think um because you know what you're doing it's a little bit easier Mm-hmm. But you don't know how that child is going to be. You know, everyone always told me, oh, they're all going to be so different. And I kind of didn't believe it, but they were. Um, oh, okay. Oliver was, Oliver was an awful sleeper. Jack was amazing at sleeping until he was like eight months. And then it was chaos and he never wanted to sleep. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, it's hard in the sense of there's two of them against only one of me. And a lot of times, they get all riled up and excited and they start playing and or they start fighting and again there's only one of me <laughs> um <laughs> compared to only having one child it's a lot easier mm-hmm. um to control one kid <laughs> yeah but i have i have a friend who has four kids two boys and two girls oh, wow. and she told me before having two is harder than having four which i i couldn't i didn't believe her she said once you have multiples anything past two is easier because you're so used to being multiple kids. And as they get older, they help the younger out, which I do get. Oh, okay. Um, so that's how. I was going to ask you, like, how yeah. is it easier? Because they help each other out. Okay, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I <laughs> I brought it up to my husband. I'm like, what if we have another? And he said no. <laughs> oh, I was going to ask you that, Doug. So you're not going to have more kids. You're, you're good with two. Well, I don't know. <laughs> or do you guys um, want a girl? <laughs> Maybe. I... I've been dying to have a girl Aww. since we got married. Um, <laughs> you got two, two boys. Yeah, well, since we started thinking about babies. Um, but we, I haven't had any, um, which is surprising because everyone in my family, there's all, there's only girls. But <laughs> boys run in, uh, in Ryan's family. So unless, oh. <laughs> unless by the grace of God I get pregnant, you know, Ryan does not, um, does not want to have any. Okay, so he's content with two. Um, he doesn't want a girl. He's fine. Maybe, you know, maybe yeah, in the future. Yeah, he's fine with two. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe if my birth control fails, then that will happen. <laughs> it's not going to push away if it's a girl or if no, it's going to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, that's funny. That's funny because when I was pregnant, um, we were kind of wanting a boy in the beginning. That's or, not true. It, well, I did. I wanted a boy, and you know, Chris went back and forth. Yeah, I yeah. went back and forth. That's w- that's the honest. Yeah, truth he went, went back, back and forth. forth. And then we found out we had a girl, and we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. how we found out, I mean, by the time we found out, I think I was already content because Cammy's mother had put a curse or something or some voodoo stuff. <laughs> she didn't put, <laughs> her. put some urban legend no, it's in there. My mom is really, my mom's weird like that. She kind of like, this is going to sound so dumb. You can tell what she you're can, having. Yeah, and it's weird. And it, it's not just me. It's like, not weird. It's some type of like <laughs> supernatural. She's like, listen, if Super you guys power. want a boy, you need to have it at this year, at this date. Yeah. I predict it. Oh my gosh, you need to go see her then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, tell me when I can have my girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's weird. Like even with my, because um, she told me, she's like, oh yeah, you're going to have a girl. And I'm like, mom, we don't know that. She's like, no, yeah, I know. Um, and she's right. And then with, oh my, my, God. with my cousin, like, so what they did, which is, I don't know if you did this too, but they didn't, um, oh no, you didn't because I remember I went to your baby shower. But what my cousin did is she didn't want to know the sex of the baby at all until the baby was born. Oh man, I could never do that. We have I a friend either. that did that too, right? Joel oh yeah, and yeah. And we have, a co- we have a friend that yeah. did that as well with his wife. And no, nope. right? Me neither. I'm like, no, I want like the correct things. Like, I don't yeah, want, like, because we wanted to buy, yeah, we wanted to buy our stuff and tell people, look, this is what we want. And yeah, need. exactly. Yeah. But you know, yeah. even my mom was like already like spoiling at first. She's like, nah, it's a boy. And she's like, we don't know that yet. And she's like, no. That's like, hilarious. No, it's a boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember um, when I got pregnant with Oliver that same day. It's funny because I didn't feel good. And I remember thinking, gosh, my boobs hurt. And I told my mom, mm-hmm. and she said, you got to go see a doctor. And immediately, the ne- I mean, I took two pregnancy tests, mm-hmm. and they were both negative. So I was like, oh, I'm oh, good. Oh, yours were negative. Oh, interesting. I never heard this before. Yeah. So then I had I went to the doctor just to, just in case, and they were like, congratulations, you're, you're pregnant. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, did you buy the pregnancy test from, her. like, the dollar store? Or did you buy, it, like, <laughs> no, a real no, one? You're like, they were legit. <laughs> I'm playing. I remember thinking, I, I told her, <laughs> I said, are you sure you have the right cup of pee that you checked that on? And she laughed and she said, yes, we did. Yeah, so, we just normally was, mix peas, but <laughs> it's our <Yeah>. mixer. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, it was interesting. I, as soon as I knew I was pregnant, I don't know why I knew I was going to have a boy. Um, oh, you felt it too. Did so you, you dream it? You yeah, also I felt that. it. Oh. Yeah, I felt it, but then when I got pregnant with Jack, I really thought he was going to be a girl. Like, I, I felt he was going to be a girl, mm-hmm. and then we went to the ultrasound, and they said, you're going to have a boy. And again, I said, are you sure that's time? <laughs> it's like, nah. And then <laughs> I questioned her again by saying, how do you know that you're not wrong? And she said, well, usually when we make mistakes, it's from girl to boy, not from boy to girl. <laughs> yeah. So I said, oh, okay. <laughs> um <laughs> We're definitely about saying that, that I was bummed that Jack was a boy because I love him. I wouldn't change anything about him. Mm-hmm. But I still secretly was hoping for a girl. Um, yeah. But, you know. Jack hears this, hears this podcast in the future and is crying and putting on lipstick. <laughs> I know. Fine. If this was what you want, Bob, Jack, fine. In the future, I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> just put a wig on you, yeah. I know. This is awful. This is what Bobby wants. <laughs> 
Archie. Well, you know. <laughs> Maybe he'll be gay. We don't know. Oh, we don't know. Maybe that's why I thought they were gay. A flamboyant gay man. <laughs> that's pretty close. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, poor Jack's practice. Not now, if he's for, for sure listening to this in the future, he's super red and annoyed. It's like, who's that retarded guy talking with them? <laughs> Like, wow. <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh gosh. So um Andrea, as as much as I as long as I've known you, you've always worked a lot. Like you've always had a job. You've always um gone to yeah. school and had a job. Like out of all my friends, like you're the only one I knew that actually worked. Like you worked at McDonald's for like forever. And then, you know, like I like I know that, you know. So how yeah. was how was that transition? How did it feel for you from um, oh, you know always gosh. working at like you know out you know in an actual like you know restaurant or facility and to working at home? How did that work? How was that for you? Oh, it was. I mean, it was nice at first because I was like, "Hooray! I don't have to talk to people anymore about chicken." Um, <laughs> but then you know you miss being out, and I I do love my regular customers and all that. It's, it was hard. I mean, that's why I, after I had Oliver, I was still working Saturday. Right. So I can get, one well, a little bit of money, but mainly so I can get out of the house and I don't have to be mom for the next eight hours. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you so it was hard dogs. not working. Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to do dog walking just like, like I barely, but like the oh, first nine months, well, like, it was I wouldn't do me, dog walking. Yeah. And then like, I was the one walking the dog. <laughs> I was all pissed. It's like, is this why I do this? Because <laughs> the baby just wanted me, and I'm like, babe, you go. Just, just go walk this beagle for me, thank you. Um, oh my god. Quick question, like, was it a decision you and your husband made that you would stay home? Because I mean, I'm, I'm missing oh, sure. that. Well, we knew we didn't really want to leave, uh, see the kid in daycare, and it's very expensive. So yeah. with what I got paid at Chick-fil-A, it didn't really make much sense for us to put the kids in daycare. Mm-hmm. Um, it was going to be like, I don't know, close to $1,000 for both of them yeah. per week. Oh, for both. Yeah, of per course. Per week. So, yeah. I mean, oh, week. Yeah. week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thousand yeah. dollars? Oh, my God. How, I mean. No, with, maybe that's not right. Uh, well, I mean. Maybe it's by week or something. I don't know, but it's no, going to no, be a lot of money. I, I think you're right. Actually, that's actually kind of cheap. Yeah. Because even, so over in California, for Noel, full-time daycare, um, the cheapest we had found, how much does she charge? Four twenty-five a week mm-hmm. for one. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So Which, maybe you maybe know. you were spending a thousand a month because I can't imagine Georgia being more expensive than California. But not that I have nothing no. negative but to but say. It's, but it's two. So oh, it probably two? is a thousand a week. But yeah. that's still a lot. If we're spending for something, the cheapest here in Cali, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, so for us, it just made sense for me to stay home. And mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe if I if I would have gone back to work when Oliver was still a baby baby, I would have gotten used to it. Yeah. But I'm such a people person that I didn't want to, I didn't want to drop my kid off. I just couldn't imagine. Oh, it was hard for us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it was tough. God. Even when we were looking at like a like a whole compound one, like a whole facility, like one, a we Montessori like, type yeah, setting, yeah, we're like, I was like, nah, I was like, no, it's <laughs> like I'm sorry, but it's you know, here's, here's here's another question, like, <clears throat> you know, I mean, I, I'm not sure what your husband does, but if you would have made more than your husband, would your husband been a house husband? 
Oh, God, probably not. <laughs> he does not have the patience. Mm. Um, but that's a, that's a great question. I mean, ideally, I think, I think that we both think um, oh. that we're both equal. Is that him? Is that Jax in the background? Who's, who's yeah, that? he just woke up. We're, yeah. we're Chuck calling on the street. Good afternoon. <laughs> um, but I, I, I don't think he would have been able to handle it, honestly. I think he's better off at work. Um, See, I would cry if Cammy said that. Christy would be better off at work. I'd be like, no, no, I would, I would do good. <laughs> but being <laughs> you know, a stay-at-home parent is great, hard. Though. Yeah, um, I mean, there's plenty of times I've been to the park, and I've seen that with the kids. And, yeah. You know, the kids playing, we engage in conversation, and they'll tell me, I'm a stay-at-home dad. And I'm like, that's oh, awesome. you, you God, that's my dream. Dad. I want to yeah. be a stay-at-home dad so bad. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna on the podcast eventually we're gonna interview a stay-at-home dad yeah yeah for yeah, sure yeah yeah because yeah. you know we yeah i mean that's i think it's pretty well, awesome i mean break he, that's you know break that stereotype so i mean but here's the thing right like you know it was funny because i was i wasn't against cammy going back to work at all because i felt that i mean she was her most happiest going back to work but yeah. i you know i just I mean, it's it's something that uh, we we're agreed now, but like we even struggled with like okay, you know, putting the baby in daycare teaches the baby how to be social. Obviously, indirectly, you answered that question. We would ask you, how do you keep your kids social? Well, you go to the park, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But during the day yeah. of you know, uh, Corona, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, you we're can, like social exactly. distancing, yeah. but you yeah. know, and it's hard. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, you keep your kids social by going and meeting other yeah. stay-at-home parents. I mean, when we are not, when we're not in quarantine, yeah, um, when we're so not in the apocalypse, the park, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we we go to the park a lot. Uh, on Tuesdays, they have uh, like little songs and such for two and under. Uh, At the so library. we do the library oh. a lot. Here's, um, okay, so like. Were you taking the children to the park right off the bat with other kids? Like, like for example, you know, you have, so, which uh, the oldest is Oliver. So, yes. all, so that's pretty good. I am paying attention. So, <laughs> Oliver's three years older than Jax, kind of. So, like, yeah. were you and baby Jax and Oliver still going to the park prior to Jax's shots? How was that? How are you with vaccine? Are you an anti-vaxxer? Who are you? No, no. <laughs> No, I'm full on for vaccines. Um, Did you, know, you spread them out? What do you mean? Oh, well, the shots. I guess the, the oh. doctor recommended. Yeah. To be honest, um, I didn't want to do them all at once. I think we did a, a big chunk of them at once because mm-hmm. that's what they told me they would recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm okay with that. They need they need to get the shots. I mean, right. I got my shots. All of them got their shots. Right. All my friends are they they all believe in shots. Um, yeah. Do you know so, any uh, anti-vax I mean, moms? I have a friend. Uh, her sister-in-law doesn't doesn't do shots. Did you talk to the sister-in-law? Um, I don't want to be that person. Oh, okay. But, you know, ideally, oh, that's right. She, she doesn't like confrontations. <laughs> oh, she's um, she's into essential oils. We have one yeah, of those too. Oh, yeah. yeah, we, we have yeah. one of those. We have, <laughs> we have a mommy. Stop it. Well, I don't want to say nothing because we might have her on the show too. Yeah, we. I have a friend back in um, San Diego that she's into essential oils, and I don't know if she she's pregnant right now. She's but she's about to give birth, like she's due in May. Um, but 
I don't know if she's going to be an anti-vax mom. That's an awesome question. I'm going to have to ask her. Yeah. I'm See, my her. one of my really close friends, her sister-in-law, um, doesn't do shots, which is funny right. because um, when she went to the doctor when she was pregnant, yeah. she believed in doctors. And after she gave birth, um, she decided that she didn't believe in doctors anymore. Um, oh, I wonder what made her change her so, mind. Uh, social media. Oh, social media. Yeah, for sure. Well, I can answer that. Social media was, I'm sure, that. But a lot of it, I think it was because there's nothing wrong with that baby, I don't think. But well, uh, it was like did. healthy already. So she's like, eh. it was. Oh, okay. Well, I don't think it was. Un- I don't know. I, I think she she was not a very responsible pregnant person. She drank a lot. And according Ooh. to her mom, she did pot every day that she was pregnant because she was too stressed. Was the so child born child, with dreadlocks? She, <laughs> no, but you would have thought so. Um, but he was, born with was a little time. delayed. Yeah. Um, he is, doesn't talk as much. He is, I think, six months younger than Jack. Yeah. And Jack talks a lot, and he doesn't. Um, he's really thin. It seems like his muscles didn't really develop all the way. Um, okay. And she just refuses to think that there's something wrong with her baby, like a lot of us do. Yeah, that's rough. But she just doesn't want to go to the doctor. Because I'm sure she doesn't want to hear from a doctor. Mm, so um, that's a, so this now is different she's pregnant reason. with yeah. the second one. Yeah. yeah. Now she's pregnant with the second one. So she still, Smoking you know, pot. believes in essential oils, you know, and all that. Which, I like essential oils, but they're not going to take, I mean, just because I do oils doesn't mean I'm not going to give my kids shots. They're not going to cure the measles. or. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, full disclosure, we're like hardcore living that anti-vaxxer life right now you know okay well we're not let me debunk what he just said (laughs) so noelle has all her shots the only shot she's missing is the measles shot which she was supposed to get at her 15 month check-in at the peak of like guess what everyone stay at home yeah Yeah. so because we're now being quarantined we had to reschedule until tbd we do not know when we're gonna gonna take her in but we yeah, have but at least she has all her other ones. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, and plus I'll suck a kid that tries to get around my kid right now. How old is Noelle? She's going to be two in November? No, no she'll, uh, be she'll be two be in December. In December, yeah. Oh, gosh, December. I thought you were Aww. Facebook friends with my wife. You don't even know my kid's birthday. <laughs> I am, but you said oh my November. Gosh. I mean, don't, I, mean I don't know Andrea's birthdays of her kids either. So I do fine. if I was her Facebook friend. He'll tell me. I can read. <laughs> <laughs> I know Andrea's birthday because her birthday is our wedding anniversary, August 4th. Oh, well, that's kind of cheating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I was talking with the wedding planner, I'm like, I want to get married on Andrea's birthday. Yeah, is that what happened? <laughs> that's why I never forget. <laughs> I want to share our same anniversary with <laughs> <Yeah. with> her. <laughs> that's the way. Connected forever. Do you know what I think would be really cool? And I don't know if you feel comfortable doing this, but if you could give a rant and say all the things you wanted to say to those people that look at you weird when you tell them you're a stay-at-home stay at mom. Yeah, what do you wish like, you could tell yeah, them? I would love for you to, <laughs> you know, to totally say that. I mean, that would mean so much to me. I mean, you can you can you can mix it up. You could put it in Spanglish even if you want. You I want you. To, them yeah, out. I just I, I want I want to hear it. And if and if you need like motive, because I know you're not a confrontational person, and this would like never I'm happen not, in your life, yeah. you know. See, I pay attention to what you say, but if you need motivation, I could be that person that gives pretend. you attitude. Yeah, I could pretend. pretend to give you attitude if you want. Okay, whatever babe, start you start up. Ask her what she does for what she does. Oh hi, you have two cute kids. <laughs> <laughs> right, you ready? Are we gonna do this? Oh hi, my name's Chris. Hi. What's your name? 
Andrea. Oh, nice to meet you. I love your little boys. You're going to sound like a pedophile. Yeah. I have a a puppies and a white man. I'm sorry. So what do you do? Um, I'm a stay-at-home mom right now. Oh. Right now? Is it because of this, like, quarantine thing? Or what do you mean you're a stay-at-home mom? No, it's because my husband works a lot, and we don't really want to put the kids in daycare. Oh, okay. I guess it must be cool to be a stay-at-home mom. <clears throat> Lazy, I guess. I don't know. And go. Uh, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you mean, screw me? You're the one staying at home. What, you're afraid to put your kid outside? What's your problem? Oh, my God. Shut your face. <laughs> get, get out of here. <laughs> So, what would you say for all those who have a misconception about staying at home? Staying at home, what would you say? Break it down. Tell us, girl. What do you want to say? It's a lot harder than what you think. Um, it's a lot of mental stress. There's a lot of physical things you have to do. It's a lot of ment- or emotional exhaustion. And it is not for everyone. So if you think you can do it, by all means. But I tell you what, not everyone is cut out to be a stay-at-home mom. It's true. I was one of them. I wasn't cut out to do it either. And I know I, yeah, I'm totally on par with everything you just said. It's mentally exhausting. It's emotionally exhausting. And this is with just one. So with two, I can't even imagine. Like, you're just like a fucking superhero to me. Like, so what's, what's a typical day for you? Like, what is your typical schedule? I know it's hard to, like, run a schedule with two boys, but... Like, what's a typical day? Well, ideally, um, when the kids are in school, um, right. <laughs> Oliver has to be in school by 7.30 already. So, because he's in kindergarten. So, I dropped, me or Ryan dropped him off. Um, I wake him up. We do breakfast. He never wants to wake up. Change him. Feed him. Get him ready to go. Ryan takes him to school. Um, and then I come back. Take care of Jack. We make breakfast. And then Jack goes to school from 9 to 12, and those few hours, either I can clean the house, um, but he doesn't go to school every every day. He only goes to school a few days a year, or I'm sorry, a few days a, a week. A week, oh, okay, okay. Uh, this is pre-K. And, uh, you know, I start making lunch, um, and then in no time, I fix my lunch, uh, this is, uh, I'm sorry, somebody's mowing the grass right next to me. <laughs> Let me get out. It's fine. I don't even hear it. Um, um, and then I have to go get Oliver, try to get Jack to take a nap. Once Oliver gets home from school and Jack's hopefully napping, we can do homework. Uh, and after homework, I try to take them out, either on a walk or to go on their bikes, scooters, come back, try to figure out dinner. Brian gets home. Um, either I switch laundry or so on or clean the floors or something. Um, have dinner, do dishes, give the kids a shower, put them in bed, <laughs> and then we can rest, or I can rest. <laughs> so, so it sounds like you get no breaks. Yeah, I mean, like even when they're like. both gone, she's cooking or cleaning. Yeah, exactly. You're always it's you're always doing something because even when the boys are busy with school or maybe they're having a play date, whatever you guys decide to do for the day, 
you are doing something um, because part of a yeah. stay at home mom is keeping up with the house and that's like cooking meals, um, cleaning. Well, that's no fair laundry. because, you know, women or wives or husbands that do work, you know, they still clean up the house and, and cook and whatnot. I mean, there's some women that work and still do everything in the house in the household. So, I mean, that's not. Yeah. Well, really yeah. fair so too. In, I mean, yeah. I, I just want to be like, yeah. But um, how this, does Ryan help you? Ryan, well, by going to work once. <laughs> um, by going to work, is that what you just said? Bringing yeah, money. Yeah. <laughs> bringing money. Um, but he he helps with the kids, but mm. a lot of times I have to be like, hey, can you give him a shower while I do this, or hey, I'm gonna do this while you do that, because um, a lot of times he's either tired because he drives a lot. Um, there's times that he drives to. Tennessee, Alabama, or Florida, or one of the Carolinas. He drives to Florida? Home. Right. Yeah, he, he drives a lot. And so... Is he a trucker? Um, no, he works in the medical field. Oh, He's wow. an engineer for medical equipment. Oh, so nice. his nice. region is the southeast. Right. Um, so he's he's fairly, fairly busy working on x-ray machines and oh. cassettes and all that stuff. Right, right. That's cool. That's so... Cool. I don't really ask much of him. He's pretty good at cleaning. Um, so he does do that. <laughs> that's good. That's that's yeah. good. Yeah. And now as we've gotten older, you know, he really enjoys cooking. Right. Um the only problem with that is every time he cooks it's something really greasy. <laughs> <laughs> I made burgers and fries again. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ribs. I made a pound of bacon per person. <laughs> so, oh gosh. But yeah, he's he's good. He helps. He helps when he can. But this time, again, because the kids are with me all the time, they don't want him. You know, especially Jack. He's at an age that I only want mommy. Yeah, they cling so, on to you. Yeah, and they even at nighttime. You know, if Ryan even tries same with Oliver when Oliver was the same age, is a lot of times that they both have nightmares. Um, so if they do. And and he tries to help. They don't want him. They only want me. Which is- well, let me let me uh, say something on that. That's how I feel. So sometimes my daughter doesn't even want me. Like I'm the I'm the side parent, you know. I'm the side piece. Yeah, and it, you know what I mean. It's, it's like you know, I don't uh, want him feeling left out. Oh yeah. It, it's it's but, it's it's you bad. It, you because you feel hopeless. You feel like powerless. You're like, well, you know, and sometimes yeah, and yeah. sometimes I try to give my my daughter my boob, but. but <laughs> <laughs> but there's nothing comes out. Yeah, it's just hair. <laughs> what the fuck is this? It doesn't work. Yeah, they. You know, there's there was a time when we only had Oliver, and again, Oliver didn't want Ryan, and I remember Ryan being upset. I think to the point of crying, saying Aww. it makes me feel so sad that I'm my kid doesn't want some like me. burly bearded man crying. And now. I'm like, no, you know, it's not that he doesn't want you. It's just that he's so used to being with me all the time. So that's when. One, we started school. We put him in school at two, both boys. Uh, and that's, that has helped for sure with the separation anxiety. Yeah. Um, oh, good. And now Oliver, that he's older, Ryan and him can do things. Like yeah. last weekend, they went fishing. Yeah. Um, they go on bike rides alone. Um, yeah. And, you know, just, they work in the garage a Each. lot because Ryan loves working on projects. So they do that. Oh, he's going to be good with his hands too because he's doing yeah. it with daddy. Oh. Yeah. So, so and you know, Jack also wants to help already. So you know, they're gonna be daddy's boys for sure. Ooh, you think? 
I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I've done Give my time. Yeah. <laughs> Please, yeah. I'm going to get my nails done now. Get a massage. Yeah, exactly. And future Five boys hours. are crying <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> future boys are crying. <laughs> Mom didn't want us anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, they much. won't want me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Well, um, that's everything on my end. Do you have any questions, babe? I mean, I, I always have questions, right? <laughs> But no, I mean, it's, you know, we, we, we made a, a joke out of the rant portion of it. But I guess what I'm getting from you is the fact that, hey, you know what? It sucks that, I mean, sometimes do you feel embarrassed when you tell someone you're a stay-at-home mom? Oh, that's a, a little bit, point. yeah. Sometimes That's a good one. Yeah, I do. Because, again, I know what they're going to think. I know that they're going to think that, you know, it's a, tell me it's what, a crappy, you Yeah, know. tell me what you think they think. And then let's, let's, let's go there. What do you think they think? I think that they think that, you know, you're, I don't say worthless, but that you don't count. You're not bringing any money in, so you don't count. Um, so as a decision making, I mean, are you, are they there in your family to make decisions? I mean, that's my argument to them, right? right yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what people Yeah, and they're not, exactly. Yeah. Um, in fact, a lot of the decisions, I make them. <laughs> um, and Ryan just falls along. Um, he, he falls in place <laughs> is that what you're yeah. saying your paycheck i'll distribute this correctly <laughs> yes well like yeah he sees you know he brings the money in i'm usually the one checking the bank accounts making sure everything gets paid if we spend too much money i'm like you need to stop buying ammo and you know comment. ammo um, <laughs> that's his guilty yeah. pleasure ammo yeah yeah, he likes yeah. To shoot. i forgot um, yeah um or you know stuff for projects because he likes to weld or you know, we go camping a lot. So a lot of times it's like, oh, this is on sale for camping. And I'm like, oh, no. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. Maybe next month. <laughs> yeah, it's not a necessity. Um, but, you know, um, okay, yeah, so it's hard when you feel like because you don't contribute financially, you feel like you're worthless. And okay. there's times that I felt that way, you know, with spending money. With strangers or, okay. No, so. like in general, you know, or with my yeah. husband. I mean, has he ever made you feel that way? I don't think so. At least it doesn't sound like it. No, he hasn't. Or if he has, he hasn't, you know, he didn't mean to. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, your, like, inter it's example, your internal struggle. struggle. Yeah, and, right. and he doesn't want to be, we've had conversations where he has told me, you know, how brought up homeschooling before. Yeah. Because we were thinking if we move out of state, if they transfer him somewhere for work. Yeah. And we look at schools and the schools in the area suck, we can homeschool. And he was adamant about, no, I don't want to do that. Uh, initially he said because i don't want the kids being socially awkward and i told them yeah. you know there's plenty of kids that are very comfortable and they're very outgoing that are homeschooled and i've met plenty of them at chick-fil-a I, I have at as Chick well i have as well in yeah. college i i knew actually a lot of people that were homeschooled all the way through high school and they were doing fine yeah socially. it blew me away how those kids were so outgoing so responsible and so much ahead um so that's why i brought it up but his argument was if you homeschool the kids, that's at least thirty thousand that we're gonna lose on because at you know you get at least thirty thousand somewhere wherever you work that we're not gonna get paid because you want to homeschool the kids. Um, so that's you know disagreements that we've had, not disagreements, but maybe discussions. Yeah. Um, same with like buying things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, buying things that are maybe necessary to him that are not to me. Uh, but I don't. I mean, as long as we're doing okay money wise, I, I feel like I can't say I don't think you should be buying that because again, I'm not bringing that money in. Well, you know, you know what I mean. 
I want to go with a little bit with more of that because I know with me and Cammy there are discussions like I mean Cammy works, but there's a difference between how much I get paid and she and, and um and we get paid, and the thing is um with us, um, I feel very lucky that <clears throat> I'm able to differentiate that's not a word because i said it wrong so i can tell the difference between what's best for the family and what's my just need and me and cammy have always had a great communication in that so i think we're you know we do something similar that you and your husband do because we talk about that and we and we even made like a family harris account which we would put things but my whole paycheck goes inside the family harris account now just because i got tired of wanting to separate stuff and i'm like like i have like two different debit cards and you know i was like i'm not gonna do all this you know what i mean just here because i i fought against it at first yeah i I really i thought michael no that's stupid because i didn't want like i'm gonna pay for everything no but then after all i was like you know what this is stupid you know Mm -hmm. because we both joined yeah yeah. yeah. When when I was working full time, I had a separate account and a separate credit card. And then once I was about to pop and I couldn't work anymore, I canceled them both. And I said, well, we're just going to do one bank account. And, and you know, I don't want to have more debt. I mean, which I didn't really have any debt, but, you know, extra credit cards or anything like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so and it's worked fine because I'm the one usually in charge of checking things. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's like a, something that somebody stole money out of the account, you know. Well, I love I love that your husband is not like some stereotypical like because there's men out there because um, I've you know I've seen it you know in my past life that I know that there's men out there that they feel that it's their paycheck it's their money and the woman has no say yeah that's what I say all the time yeah yeah no he, he <laughs> no that would not fly yeah but he's th- pretty good about that yeah and that's great because he's, yeah that does there's there's couples out there where it is like that where the mom the woman stays at home um she yeah. and she kind of feels trapped because she doesn't have her own income and maybe her husband's emotionally or physically abusive, but he doesn't, you know, she, she's stuck. And what can she do? She has nowhere to go. She has no money. You just stay barefooted and pregnant. That's what you do. Yeah. But the fact that Ryan, you know, is allows you to get the say of what to do with the money he brings in. I mean, that shows, you know, what a great husband he is. How it he, should he's be. Pretty good about, yeah, he's pretty good about, he's always, once I stop working and not earning money, mm-hmm. it's really hard for me to get used to that because I've always, like you said, I've had a job since I was 15. I, I know. Worked, you know, <laughs> yeah. this whole time I've had two jobs and go to school. <laughs> so I'm so used to always working L- let yeah, me ask and you. having money. So like, are um, you going to go like off the farm when the boys are like in high school and go back to work and you'd be like, I'm never home now. Because you like working? I don't know. I I miss working. um, Well, I mean, you're not going to go back to Chick-fil-A, right? I mean, you know, that was cool when you were like a teenager. But as an adult, like you, because, you know, what what would you want to do when your boys are like in junior high or when they're like hardly home? Because you do have two boys and boys love to be out on the streets. I know. Exactly. (laughs) Well, even even before then, as soon as both of them are in elementary and they're eight hours. Yeah. Um, what are you gonna you do? Know, I, I want to go to something, and I had always thought I really want to go work for Delta because Ooh, multiple yeah. languages, and as I'll go in as yeah, I am. Yeah. How many yeah, languages so do you speak? Know? She speaks three. What's the third? Um, well, the only problem with that is French. You know, schedule wise. Oh yeah, French, Spanish, um, and for a little bit I was trying to learn Japanese. Ooh. But 
you know, I just thought about that lady and trap song in my head. Do not sing it. I think it's racially insensitive. (laughs) I don't think it's. Whatever. Um, Yeah, because I remember you you spoke French, um, like fluently. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Shit. Do you still do you still know French, or did you forget some of it? I have forgotten. Oh, <laughs> I know. Get, get it back. <laughs> but I'm it. hoping, you know, I saved, this is how much of a nerd I am. I saved all my notebooks and my worksheets. And really? Everything. <laughs> and From I, high school? Jesus. Dear diary. Save her diary. Yeah, because, you know, I took four years of French. So I was to the point that I was able to speak in French without even thinking about how am I going to make this sentence. Right. Um, so I, I feel like I can pick it, I can pick it up. Um, yeah, for sure. You know, and I try to listen to French music and I have a few French books that I, I have read that I, I don't want to say I translate, but as I read them, you know, the words that I don't understand, I write them down or make notes on it because I do want to keep using it. But it's not like Spanish that you can find a Spanish speaking person everywhere. <laughs> right. You know, you don't find many French people on the streets that want to talk yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here. Um, so ideally i would love to work for delta um if there's still a delta that is no it's definitely a possibility you know you have a delta because you're in atlanta area yeah yeah Uh, um the problem with that is as i was talking to a friend what do people do parents do when your your kids are out in summer school like out of the summer break Mm. you know who watches your kids all those two months when you have a full-time job. I can't just tell Delta, hey, I'm going to take the summer off because my kids are at school. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we're just going to have to go back to the 1800s and put some overalls on the kids and put them in a coal mine and tell them to get to work. <laughs> Something, yeah. So, um, Clean chimneys. You know, <laughs> I don't know, if, Camilla, if you remember um, Counselor Perry or in the school, Miss Perry. Mm-hmm. I think it's Perry. I don't know. She was a guidance counselor. I ran into her not that long ago, and she was asking me again, you know, when are you going to go back to work? Really? God, it's I don't like, know. bitch, I haven't seen you in years. Why are you getting in my personal yeah. life like that? Because she yeah. was your counselor, well, I guys. Disrespect. I had her because she used to go to Chick-fil-A all the time. Yeah. And I love her. Um, but, you know, she told me that her daughter works as a teacher or really parapro in the schools, and it's great because even though they don't pay you much. Oh, my God. They get garbage. Poor you, teachers. I know. Yeah, it's not fair. they don't get paid much, but they get benefits, they get insurance, yeah. they get holidays off, and they get summers off. Um, mm. So she's like, you know, you being a mom and speaking multiple languages, they will hire you right away. Mm, that's a so, good point. counselor loved you. Yeah, so, you know, I don't know, it's an option. It's not my ideal job, obviously. No, but I'm going to deal with other people's kids. <laughs> It's like I'm trying to get a break from my own kids, and I have these kids. I came to work to leave my kids just to get to other people's kids. Great. <laughs> well, you know, for a while I wanted to be a teacher for foreign languages, but yeah. I haven't been to school yet, and at this point I'm too much of a chicken to enroll in school. Why? And then again, oh, no, teachers on. don't get paid enough. They don't at all. And even my friends that are teachers are like, don't do it. Yeah. So, <laughs> you have to God. buy your you know, own material. The kids worship yeah, guys that put rubber balls through iron hoops. <laughs> it's the disrespect yeah, it's, is enormous. It's so, you know, we'll see. But at this point, I'm keeping that as an 
of an option to mm-hmm. uh, even just be a pair pro, just so I can have summers off and holidays off. Because who else is going to watch the kids? I mean, I don't know how mm-hmm. people do it. I think there's summer camps that you can put your kids in. You can buy uh, an au You guys could like au bring a uh, au pair. You could bring some like, you know, like girl from Sweden or <laughs> or some Japanese girl. You'd learn Japanese by talking to her or bring some French girl and learn and run yeah. through that yeah, stress of having some young French girl taking care of your kids while you're at work and your husband comes home. Oh God, no. <laughs> in facebook i get the ad for the odd pairs or whatever and i'm like and i showed you right i was yeah, like who the hell's gonna invite this girl to take care of your kids it's honey, like can we hire Russian her girl yeah, can we, I, like 20 i was like can we hire her honey please i'm like i'm just yeah. asking for it at this point <laughs> <laughs> what well, uh, you, you have to stay late in the office oh it's cool me and like you know olga, olga we got this oh don't worry Ew. Hey, olga guess what kevin's not coming home until like nine yay what did she say hey, no she didn't she said oh we don't know she speaks russian i never understand her <laughs> okay good times yeah we're just kidding obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah every household is different but it does sound like um you do want to do go back to work when your boys are older yeah she was um, working since she yeah, was 15 because what else am i gonna do home <laughs> yeah it's true but yeah. there are women out there that do stay home even after their boys yes, are yeah out of yeah. the house <laughs> uh, but yeah it varies yeah, which, per you know it family. does yeah if they want to do that that's fine yeah, yeah. exactly um, no yeah. judgment right? exactly in the end i mean in the end that's what a feminist is. It's someone a that feminist. Feminist, yeah, because there's like the quote unquote modern day feminist. What's the modern day feminist? And it's there's women out there that kind of look down upon stay at home moms because they're like, oh, we work so hard to get all these equal rights, so you could just stay yeah, home. I, I get that. It's like, no, dude, it's all about equality. Like, it, it's freedom to do what you want as a woman. You want to stay home, you fucking stay home. You want to work, you fucking work. Like just do you do you yeah like live like how you want to live your life and that's what we fought for you know not yeah you know what i'm gonna stand with you guys and i'm gonna be a stay-at-home husband i've made that decision today (laughs) what no that's not what that's not what it means (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh this has been a lot of fun It has. I really yeah. enjoyed this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for having me on your show. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. This is definitely one of my favorite episodes. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yay me. Yay. <laughs> yay me. Uh, yay me. Someone has a lot of confidence in herself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much, Andrea. Uh, we'll obviously Aww, thank you. continue keeping in touch. Thanks <laughs> so to- she says. No, we, we will. She'll never call yeah, again. No, I'm <laughs> well it was funny because i had told my wife i was like hey i saw this andrea person in my facebook is that the girl like like, why is she always in my facebook who are you you (laughs) can we hire her to take care of (laughs) noelle in the summer Oh my gosh. She I speaks three languages. Language. It'll be great. So cute. Thank you. Thank you. Your boys are adorable too. I haven't seen them they yet are, because I'm not Facebook they're friends. They're crazy. With you. <laughs> well, now you guys can okay. become Facebook friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I won't be like, you may know this person. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, I, I know. It's know just like all over my. I was like, nope, don't know her. Nope, don't know her. Nope, nope, nope. It's like, how come yeah. it doesn't send me guys? It only sends me women. Why? It's like, is Facebook trying to break up my marriage? What's going on? 
break a happy heart. I know. <laughs> oh right. my god. Well, thank you so much, Andrea. Um, yeah, I'll I'll text you later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you not I'll friend my husband. No. <laughs> right, I'm I'll so let... glad I got to meet you over the phone. <laughs> Me too. I'm glad I got to meet yeah. you too. We'll have to meet yeah. up in person when we go to in Georgia. Real life. Yeah. 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 If so Georgia's still there. Oh my gosh, it's better. <laughs> it might be gone. Whatever, it's worse than California right now. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness, it's oh like the God. road. <laughs> it's right. apocalypse city. Like, all right, dude. I will talk to you later. Nation. Thank you so all right, much. Dude. Bye. Okay, bye, bye dudes. It's all saying dudes. <laughs> bye, dude. <laughs> bye. bye, bye. Thank you. And that was Andrea, who was very nice enough to take the time to call in and chat with us about sing, not single mama, about stay-at-home mama life. Um, and yeah, we talked about other things that I didn't even know that we were going to address, just like flying with um, two kids and just an assortment of different topics. But I hope you guys enjoyed uh, this week's episode. Um, we will be releasing another episode as well. Um, pretty... The Bunker Zode. Bunker sode. The bunker, but bunker. it's like an episode, so it's like bunker sode because oh. it's two words in one. The bunker sode. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yes, so we will be releasing that one. The apocalypse um, is happening. Yeah, it is our, um, I guess, our bonus episode. It's just, um, it was, it's a more raw, uh, uncut edition because in that one, yeah, here. We, so I thought it would be a great idea. I thought it would be fun because it's like I called it no makeup. But Cammy didn't think that was so funny and cool. That's not it. I just didn't. I don't know if people would understand it. Yeah, because it's like no makeup. There's no like. This one's really clean, and you know we have like little sign effects. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's all still authentic, but you know the one has a little like and sign effects and fun and the bunker so it's just like well yeah well i I might have one sign of it because i might go beep 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 you know since it's the apocalypse but (laughs) yeah so um look out for that one it's coming out in um possibly a a few short days um it's just random we're just talking about the coronavirus and what we're doing um with having a child um, quarantined in the house and just kind of setting a routine and stuff of that nature. So look out for that episode as well. Um, and that is all for now. You can follow us at... That is all for now. Yes, yeah, so you can follow us on Instagram at MySaki Productions and you can email us at MySakiProductions at gmail.com. I'm always looking for parents that want to be interviewed for our show. We're still up and coming and growing and we would love to have you on if you have an interesting story to tell or um if you just want to share your story about being a parent or um about to be a parent or adoption anything anything circling around um being a mother or father um, you know what another thing like if you're a jerk parent like seriously if you're a jerk parent if you're like an awful parent we're willing to interview you without judgment yeah no fighting No judgments here. We want to hear, because there are jerk or awful parents out there, you know? We're we're into hearing you too. There's shitty, I mean, I don't know if they'll consider themselves shitty. No, but if you say that, they're not going to want to, like, we just said, we're we're not about judgment. Well, yeah, if you're a shitty parent, like, that's judgment. 
you don't deserve your kids. Yeah, yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> but seriously, though, um, please email us. We would love to have you on if you have an interesting story to tell or you just feel like your story will resonate with a lot of the women or men out there. Um, please email us and we would love to have you on. And that is everything on my end. Anything else, babe, before we close off? Yes, I want to say. We're playing Animal Crossing right now. Uh, I am not playing <laughs> Animal Crossing. I'm a professional. <laughs> okay, I'm a professional. so just this is, this is a side note just for, um, it has nothing to do with like being a mom or any of that, but there's this new game out there <laughs> called Animal Crossing, um, and it is fucking awesome, and we are highly addicted to it. Uh, Chris is playing it, it as I speak, does not give a fuck. <laughs> He is probably stealing my cherries. And um, for those of you that do play, you'll you'll know what I mean when I say that. But that's everything, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and we will talk to you next week and look out for that other episode. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hello, parents. Welcome back to the Pam Hour, entertaining you from our small-ass kitchen. My name is Camilla with... Christopher Harris. And our daughter, Noelle, in the background. Um, We are just going to consider this our special uh, bonus episode of the evening. Um, It has been a very different, unique, interesting past couple of weeks considering the rona as people are calling it nowadays um coming to the surface and yeah so we have been uh quarantined inside um we are in the state of california so if everyone is um keeping the news on um almost the entire day like we are at this point um you'll know that we are on a national shutdown breaking news and breaking news what happened uh, first COVID-19 death reported in Monterey County. Really? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so this is our lives currently, and obviously everyone's lives currently. We're just, you know, being anxious. Um, There's a news update, like, what now, every half hour, hour, um, and it's just been crazy, and I'm sure there's parents out there that are stuck inside with little ones, um, not wanting to admit that they're possibly going stir crazy as well. Um, yeah, it's just, it's fucking crazy. I can't even believe that we are experiencing this. Um, the only joy I'm seeing is looking at everyone's, um, pandemic baby photos on Instagram. There's people posting, like, there's people posting like with their, like a picture of their baby. Mm-hmm. And then they have a sign that said my first pandemic. <laughs> I find it really funny. And I'm like, Oh shit, we got to do one for Noel too, because this is her first pandemic. Uh, so, um, so that makes me laugh. And the memes of course are fire as well. And yeah, that's pretty much all we've been doing is, Staying indoors, um, of course, stay the fuck home, everyone, because we want to flatten the curve and stop this. Hashtag flatten the curve. And yeah, just trying to keep our 15-month-old entertained. Um, yeah, what are some of the things we're doing? Let's see. We wake up. We feed her breakfast. Uh, sometimes Christopher has to go to work because... Um, if you've heard from the prior episodes, he is in healthcare. He's a nurse. 
um, I've very fortunate. My um, organization has allowed me to work from home. Um, I know that not everyone was given that opportunity. I know that many people have lost their jobs and it's just a really difficult time um, in our nation. Well, in, on our world right now. And it's, mm. yeah. yeah, we're just hoping that this all passes quickly and that things go back to normal soon. But as of now, as this unfolds, we just have to continue remaining safe. Uh, yeah. So anyways, back to what I was saying. So she has her breakfast. Sometimes Christopher goes to work and if not, we all stay home and we, um, have a lot of different resources, um, mostly from my job or just blogs that I look at sometimes, uh, mommy blogs, um, just kind of have resources and links to different ideas of how to keep little ones entertained, um, during this staying at home, um, can you know some of the links by memory or can you describe some of the tools? Well, not by memory, but I will post, um, them in the description below um, after this episode if you can just take a look I've, you know you guys can take a look in the description I'll have some links posted um, I got some from my job um, I never said what I do for a living so I work for a youth organization I work for a nonprofit so I'm always getting um, during the work week constant emails um, for links or you know different resources for parents out there for their children so um, I will post those below so you guys can take a look at them. Um, one example um, that I do remember because we've been doing it pretty frequently are zoo tours. Um, our daughter's a huge fan of those and she's trying to get my attention. <laughs> Give me one sec. Let me just pick you up. So so she, um, she loves animals, which I'm sure most children do um, from the ones I've met in my life. They, you know, she loves animals. So since we can't physically go to the zoo or the aquarium, which is something we do regularly, um, we have to just, you know, use our imaginations. And it's interesting because this allows adults to think back and be like children as well. We just have to use our imaginations and pretend that we're there, even though it's virtual. So, um, we visited yesterday, we visited the Cincinnati zoo and saw the hippos virtually, virtually. Yes. Uh, we saw the hippos, um, that was fun. And then we, um, have visited the Georgia <clears throat> aquarium and they also have their live cam and we just looked at the dolphin show and, uh, the penguin cam seems to be Noelle's favorite. And, um, lately her favorite animal has been the tiger's. And we obviously go to one of our favorites, the Monterey Bay Aquarium. And we have checked out, what have we checked out there? We looked at the different kinds of fish. And I just, you know, teach her colors of all the different fish. I show her the sharks. We sing Baby Shark. And, you know, this actually takes up a good chunk of time. Um, and it helps. It's very entertaining. Um, we do also implement screening time because, I mean... I know that um, it's not as recommended, but it helps, you know, especially in times like this. We don't put on just anything. I mean, we put on, you know, shows that teach her about, you know, ABCs or her numbers. And, you know, we're very engaging with her about it. 
and she's blowing raspberries on my mic. <laughs> um, and so that's what we do. Um, that takes the majority of the time. Then we have lunch. Um, then she immediately takes her nap. Um, we try our best to set a routine. Um, parents, if you haven't uh, set a routine yet, especially during this time, um, I highly, highly encourage you to do so um, because it'll actually make the time go by a lot faster um, and it'll just make a more, I don't know, the, it just kind of chills the kid out more, I've noticed. I've noticed when there's no schedule, whoops, I noticed when there's no schedule or set routine for Noelle that she kind of gets a little anxious um, and just gets a little more whiny and cries more. So um, yeah, so uh, the rest of her routine is she takes a nap. She probably naps for about like maybe two hours um, at most. And then we wake up. She has a snack. That's my mic. Hold on. Hold on, Mama. Anyways, so she has her snack. And then we we do just different random activities. I know Christopher likes to blow bubbles with her. Uh, we've been doing it indoors because... We don't want to go outside. Um, so we've just been blowing bubbles and dancing around. Um, we usually have music in the background. And before you know it, it's dinner time. Um, but that's just one example of what we do. We don't always do bubbles. Sometimes we bring out um, markers and draw on the easel board and or just play games with her. We'll play with her toys because she has toys in her room. Um, and then before you know it, it's dinner time. And then we do the set routine of like getting her in her in her pajamas and brushing her teeth and going to bed. Um, so that's our particular routine. Obviously, everyone's going to have a different routine um, for their child or children, especially if they're older or younger. And but that seems to be what's working for us. Um, so yeah. Hey everyone, real quick, I wanted to um, bring up something that some of you will notice, some of you won't, and some of you <laughs> some of you will say, well, that's how it always sounds. Uh, we're using our portable set now. Uh, this set is mostly for like, you know, um, on the moment recording, such as if we run into a very interesting parent and we want to interview them on the spot, we'll bring out this rig. And I, I really worked really hard to get Cammy to uh, want to agree to do it this way, uh, because we really wanted to sort of like stand with everyone else. Um, I kind of in my head I envisioned this as the no makeup, you know, episode <laughs> where it's just I mean it's just us raw. Uh, you'll hear a static in the background, and if you did not notice it, there is. We notice it yes. from the change of how we've been, you know, progressing this podcast. And, um, you know, one of the worries that I have is we were just getting Noelle in the swing of going to daycare. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. We were just getting her in the swing. Uh, we saw extreme behavioral differences, meaning like because Cami and I were mostly gone, um, you know, when we were, cause I, I really go out of my way to make sure I have time with my, with my family, with my child, with my wife. Um, we noticed that Noelle got extremely more clingy. Yes. She got very clingy. 
you know prior to yeah. daycare prior you know mm-hmm. not prior to daycare but i mean well, after she, getting introduced to daycare prior she got less to clingy. i mean you think she got less clingy i think she got more clingy because she, you know she cuz uh she had you and i mm-hmm. uh from my from my previ- my previous nursing job where i you know directed nurses and chaplains of social workers from home Mm -hmm. and then like you know i was home a lot with you and you were home a lot Mm -hmm. and we were going through our stuff and you could listen to um our last episode with uh nurse um you know tara Tara. Mm -hmm. but um you know and then when you started going back to work Mm -hmm. there was a change and then as she i mean she's she picks up things very quick and i'm not talking about literally picks up items quick i mean she uh, you know, notices she adapts yeah, well. very she quickly. Does. But we also noticed that when she, you know, like she'll have her time where she just wants her mom or she'll act. I mean, when she's with daycare personnel or with her grandmother, she's cool. But once myself or Cammy comes home, she gets different. And then when both of us are together, She's just off the chain, dude. She's just like, <laughs> She Wah! gets bratty. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. a major concern of, of mine was, you know, we just, we started a routine and it broke. And I bring this up because I know there's maybe thousands of you that are going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I mean, some of you um, are in a better financial situation than others. So for you guys, you guys could constantly have either one of you home. Uh, we, we will we have a couple that we know where like they work their work days around one being home certain days, the other one being home the other certain days Mm -hmm. and then they're all together. And then there's some that will just like have a, you know, unpair, you know, no, or a nanny, not 24 seven, you know? And then, I mean, we we know all these different types, but then there's some that's going to be like us that like both work and we both work because we don't have to both work. We both work because I think it's who we are as individuals. And one of the reasons why this podcast became real because we, we wanted to do something and we wanted to make a change. And also is the reason why we are in our uh, careers, you know, they're, you know, life changing careers. And we're hoping to do that for you guys as well. But um, I really wanted to ask Cammy, like, what's your feel she had, I mean, this is what she remembers when she was in her first months and she's having it again. Yeah. Um, that's definitely, that's definitely true. Noel, our daughter goes through a lot of routine changes. Um, and it's kind of unfair for her, but it's just the inevitable considering the circumstances that always keep arising in our lives. Um, sorry she just pulled my sweater but um anyways but yeah because in the beginning um i didn't you know for the first nine months i was a stay-at-home mom first nine months of her life um and christopher worked but as he was as he said he had the ability to work from home um so she was used to the first nine months of her life having both parents at home that's why it was so such a shock for her when we sent her to daycare for the first time at what going on 10 months yeah yeah going on 10 months it was going on 10 going on 10 which is when i decided to go back to work um and because i found something that 
I wanted to pursue a career in. Um, so, so I went back when she was close to 10 months and then she went to daycare and it was kind of a shock for her. It took her maybe two, three weeks to sort of get adjusted to it. And then, um, we just, we were given the opportunity to have, uh, my mother-in-law, um, take care of her. So we just kind of stopped putting her in daycare. Um, so then she had a new routine of being with grandma and then just recently as Christopher said so like what she's been in daycare for two weeks before this whole pandemic crisis happened um so she was in daycare for two weeks um this past well, we were doing alternate so the two weeks yes. wasn't two weeks back to back it was you know every other week we were alternating yes. her being with her grandmother and then the other week at daycare because we wanted to make sure she still kept social because mm -hmm. the one thing that we're lucky to have is a little girl that loves to be around other little children mm -hmm. I mean, yes. and i'm no, sure all friends. children like to be around other children i really don't know because i don't have experience well, to some be, don't you but know. Our, our child's pretty social um so yeah like as he said we would alternate weeks so the first week we had her um, at the daycare, which, you know, she just completely forgot. I mean, obviously, because it was months ago when she was in daycare the first time. So when we sent her back in, um, in what month was it? February was when we tested all this out. I don't know. Yeah, it was towards like mid-February. And um, so we sent, yeah, it was, it was mid-February. So... Uh, when she did that first week, it was a little difficult, but towards the end, she was adjusting um, because, you know, she just kind of, as he said, she's very social. So she had her friends already and she was already like finding like other children that she enjoyed playing with. She always picks out like favorites. So she had like two particular kids that she loved to play with. And then she got sick. Um so I took a day off work. Uh, she had a fever. So I didn't I didn't go to work and I didn't take her to daycare. And then that's pretty much towards when she like started feeling better is when, you know, the pandemic, I mean, when it got more serious and when um, I was told to work from home. So that's how it all unraveled. Um, so she was just starting her new routine of being in daycare because before all this shit um, blew up, we were thinking, okay, one week daycare, next week grandma, one week daycare, and we're just going to alternate that way. Um, but we're just going to have to put that plan on hold. Um, and right now she has this new routine of what I just explained to you guys out there. So... It's tough, um, but as parents, we do need to learn how to be flexible in these times because you never know what's going to happen in life. Things are always going to be changing. You know, what's really funny is I like that you said that because the truth is you never really know mm -hmm. because in January, none of us thought this at all. No, none and that's when we first heard of it, right? Of no, the coronavirus? Um, Wasn't it in January? In China, yeah, well, well I, mean, I mean, yes, it was January, but I think it was... It, where we first really got aware of everything was when they were preventing people from leaving China to go celebrate the Chinese New Year around the world. Oh, right, right. And they wouldn't, they had to keep people quarantined in in China that were um, citizens of the U.S. And I think that's where it started, um, people started realizing that 
oh shit, that this is something more um, than expected. Uh, so yeah, crazy times indeed. Um, but like I like I was saying, you know, as parents, we just need to learn how to be uh, flexible and just make sure that our children are kept uh, safe as much as possible. Um, and yeah. we just need to, you know, take some measures and um, preventative measures. Uh, and I'm not talking about the assholes out there that are freaking like doomsday people buying like you know, like a hundred cases of toilet paper and you know, I'm when not that talking first about started happening, I was like, I don't get it, you know, and I was really thought it was dumb. And I was like, Oh my god, who cares? I'll just, you know, wash my butt in the shower. But after a week of washing my butt in the shower, <laughs> yeah. like I kinda want some no? toilet paper. Like I don't need yeah, exactly a bunch, just enough to run me through at least the month. You exactly. know, and I think I could get one like, you know, we buy toilet paper from Costco and that lasts us, you know, a quarter of the year. It lasts us three months. Mm-hmm. And that's like using it for, you know, you know, using the restroom, blowing our nose, you know, taking tears off of the baby's face or, you know, the soft. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's like everything. And it's like, you know, and I use a lot of toilet paper, by the way. <laughs> I'm one of those people, <laughs> you know, so just for you. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm kind of annoyed by that. Like it's I, super annoying. You know, I've been um, I don't have it's too much a pain in the ass to wash my ass in the shower uh, after I pee or poop. But I just use Noel's baby wipes. And at this point, I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of having a wet butt after I wipe. And I'm just like, Jesus, like. I would just love some toilet paper right now. Right, and the people too. that are like that were trying to sell it online for like a hundred dollars, you know, yeah, to those so people. Any of you, our friends out you know? there <laughs> who want to like mail us a roll, like we'll totally accept it. No, I'm joking. No, mail us a roll. It's all right. <laughs> Email it's... us at mysockyproduction. Oh yeah. At gmail.com. Yeah, virtually send us toilet paper that we could <laughs> no, physically use. Just email us letting us know, like, I'm gonna send it to your girl. <laughs> what's your what's your mailing address? <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Um, I was watching, I'm not watching, sorry, I was reading um, um, on Facebook is where I get a huge chunk of my news. Um, and I was reading an article about a mother who posted on TikTok, that really famous, uh, not famous, that really like popular app um, where, I don't even know what the hell the app does. I think it's like you can like how's post it, videos. How's it super popular if you don't know? Well, I don't know because I'm old at this point. This is for what like What are we gen- talking about? Are we talking about like the TikTok app? Yeah, or the are we TikTok. Talking about- okay. TikTok. It's an app and I, I think it's like a fuse of like Snapchat and Instagram. Um, I, I don't know what it is, but you can post videos. And there was a mom that posted a video of herself crying um, at the store because she is unable to find diapers for her child for her baby and in the video she's just crying because she's telling moms out or parents or people out there like you know i can't afford to buy 20 boxes of toilet paper like you guys can i can only buy afford one box at a time and she just starts crying and you know it's really heartbreaking and i was reading the comments on it and like some people are just super cruel well, i and- don't know if they're doing it because they're panicking and they feel like oh my god i don't know how long this is going to last you know i want to make sure i want to give my child you know um x amount of comfort so i'm gonna buy all this diapers or are people buying it to resell it on the market and that's where i get confused and that's where i want to know 
what's really happening. The cool thing that I like that Costco did was Costco's like, we're not going to accept refunds of toilet paper mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know? Like, I found that to be, you know, I, I actually appreciated that. Yeah. Because like that stuck is... stuck with all that shit now. Bonkers. And again, like, okay, you know, your child grows rapidly, so you're going to buy... Your, do you just have this one size of toilet paper? I mean, toilet paper. Uh, <laughs> diapers? diapers? Right. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm asking myself that question. But there's a lot of weird stuff. Um, I know there's people out there that are, like, gun sales are going super high. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, yeah. dude. You, and I huh? honestly don't really understand why. Like, I know people are panicking. That and I people know that might attack them to get yeah, their stuff. Attack them. But at the same time, it's like, how much ammo do you need? Like, is everyone going to attack your compound do you even have a compound mm-hmm. like your fortress you know like <laughs> that's, a, fortress. <laughs> that's a lot like of like fucked up ammo. no I, I actually know someone who actually has oh I'm, all my guns and bullets are stocked up i was like okay Why? dude you know <laughs> right? like I, I need to protect my family okay well let's just say this thing's like this say this is the apocalypse right mm-hmm like your kids are going to have to go out there to either find someone to date or something. I mean, what happens? It's just you, your wife and all your kids or you, your husband and all your kids just there alone. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And oh, well, I got friends. They'll we, my, my, me and my friends will make a community. People get jealous. Things happen. <laughs> things change things. You know oh, what you're I mean? thinking you're, t- you're talking in terms of like repopulating. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's how they're stocking and you know, doing the know. armory. That's, that's how they're acting. And so yeah, I'm like, well, yeah, this is the apocalypse. Well, this is it. I, but I just, it, it it freaks me out. Um, I considered purchasing a gun for my family. But I was thinking about purchasing a gun with X amount of ammo. But my right. X amount of ammo was like two cases. Mm-hmm. Because the truth is, if I'm constantly being attacked by bandits pirates Pirates. the undead you know (laughs) like shit dude like guys i don't have much you know it's really weird and i I just it's crazy it's crazy and if people are attacking you they're most likely attacking you for resources i mean there's some bad people out there i know there's people that are gonna think i'm dumb yes there are bad people out there yes there i mean we could turn on reddit and watch you know, public freakouts and see people do stupid things for no reason. There was this case where these two young, I don't know what country it is. I think I know, but I really don't. Mm-hmm. Where these two, they're not teens, they're like 20 year olds, ran into the store, you know, screaming they had uh, the, you know, the coronavirus, you know, COVID 19, spitting on people. And the police came and beat their ass and arrested them. Like, that's retarded. Why would you, I mean, were you that bored? You know, if you really wanted to get your ass beat, you know, ask your dad to beat your ass. You know, I mean, I'm sure, you know, I mean, I'm sure people would be ask your older brother or someone. I'm sure they'll be obliged to beat your ass because if you're doing that that type of stupid shit, for sure, you're a very annoying person. You know, what I mean, for sure, someone would be glad to beat your ass. Yeah, you know, exactly. and like so, I mean, and I say all that by saying I understand. I considered it. I thought it, you know. Do it, did I do it or not? It's something that I want to keep private, you know. But the thing is that it's, I didn't find it necessary to fill a fucking armory. 
I just didn't. It's not. And it's, it's, and it's just because... There's a lot of things being done that's just well, so unnecessary. And the thing is, like, also, you know... We never see ourselves as the villain of our own story, you know? We're always the hero True. of our own story. And But there's some... I mean, I've been a villain. I've done something wrong to people that... I, looking out on it, looking from the outside, like taking myself out of my situation and being Again. looking for the outside and looking in right, right. I'm at fault and I feel bad about that mm -hmm. but I honestly try not to put myself in that situation and at that moment the way things went I didn't come out straight like none like none of these other people that are stalking like they are mm -hmm. are you know they're here to protect their family that's honorable I respect that but be aware you know don't start teaching your children how to shoot and do all this stuff because just know if your kids start seeing people do extremely selfish dumb things you're doing like really sketchy big question mark things they're gonna grow up thinking you know well, f people yeah. you know it's all about me Every and that's for, yeah, yeah everyone on their own and you know I that's not what we're trying to do only. and then yeah. there's some that that straight bullshit you there's some that say i'm doing this for the community you know dum 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 strong da 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 you know whatever the community is strong come follow me people I'll, ah you know i have this and that and then at the end dude you're doing it because you're really selfish mm -hmm. you're doing it because in all honesty you didn't get enough love you know, and I'm not here to give you that love that you need to fill your ego or feel special. Just be normal. And I, I guess that's my point. People yeah. be normal. Yep. But nobody's being normal. Uh, unfortunately, there there's selfish people out there that are just going to continue hoarding essential goods. And there's people out there that are going to suffer from it. Um, just like that one mother the, that doesn't have diapers for her baby. That's well, one person suffering. People center stuff, right? Or am I wrong? I don't know. I, I don't haven't. Know I haven't heard an update. I don't believe so. Um, I mean, I haven't heard. If they have, if they have, then that's great. But, but yeah, it's just, it's just a crazy time we're living yeah. in right now. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and then like, here I am. Like I was like, finally ready to you know get my bounce back. You know, after fifteen months. I was ready to lose weight and get back in shape. Uh, <laughs> it's true. I started up my uh, my bar classes, B-A-R-R-E, Pure Bar. I don't know if you anyone's aware of it, but it's kind of like a fuse of like yoga and ballet and Pilates. Um, uh, they had a baby and they made bar and what I, they did this because they had a baby. I don't understand. What they you made mean. a you know the baby is bar. Because it's it's a mix of all of them. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, and then bar was created. I was thinking you meant like some woman had a baby and so she created bar. <laughs> and I was like, what? No, all those workout programs yeah. on a baby. I mean, anyway. me. I started my bar classes. That's B A R, so I could continue to drink. Whatever. And... He doesn't even drink. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even drink. Anyways. So I was doing my freaking bar classes and I was feeling good. I was finally getting back in the groove of it. I signed up for like a two week trial membership. Um, and, you know, then this happened. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just using his excuse um, to, you know, kind of put on hold my plans of getting my uh, my pre baby body back. <laughs> so. <laughs> Gosh, just when I was starting to get my shit together, you know, this happened. So, but they're doing a lot of, um, they're doing a lot of, um, virtual, not virtual, but like live, like workout videos. 
Um, like I used to do Zumba back when I lived in Atlanta and the guy that, um, did, does the classes, like the trainer that does the, the dance classes for Zumba, he now has a live, um, cam of his class. So I downloaded that group. And then I know that there's a lot of different programs and websites that are doing, um, like a free trials because of this, you know, what's going on. Um, I know the Daily Burn is doing one uh, for you parents out there, especially like moms that, you know, actually gave birth. You know, if you want, if you are um, wanting to also get back in shape or, you know, need to lose a few more of those baby pounds. Um, the Daily Burn is, I know that do, they're doing a 60-day trial um, for free. Um, it's They have like a library of different workouts. Um, yeah, so there's just a lot of those going on. So, yeah, so that's another good way to keep busy while staying indoors. We're both looking at the baby as she gets her dog. <laughs> and we're realizing to each other that we're going to have a fake dog barking in the background. It's all right. No, but that's the point of this show. <laughs> this is the bunker show. Yeah, it is the bunker show. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I, but... I think that's great. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, no makeup bunker. Hashtag no makeup bunker and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. This is the idea. I, I really thought this would be fun to do. I really did. And I know I'm repeating myself, so I will not continue more than that. But I know it'll be fun. Yeah. But um, what I like about going back to um, talking about bar, the reason I chose bar out of all the workouts that I could possibly do to try to get back into where I was pre-baby um, is because they work a lot on your pelvic floor. Um, so for those women that have given birth already, um, I don't know if you suffer from this, but I personally suffer from something called diastasis recti. Um, and if I mispronounce that, I'm so sorry, but I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. And that's pretty much um, defined as when your abdominal walls um, and your abdomen separate. So there's a gap in the middle um, where your belly button is. And the way to test out if you have that is lie down and like as if you're about to do like a crunch and um, lift your neck up while you're like in lying down position. Um, and then you lift your neck up or your head up and then feel around where your belly button is. If your finger, if you can put both fingers in the center, um, if you feel like a gap there, that's how you know you have it. I mean, if you don't have that, then obviously you're one of the lucky ones. Uh, so I have that. And so I need to be careful about um, what exercises I choose because I can't do planks. I can't do crunches or sit-ups because that actually makes the, um, the gap worse. Um, so I personally can't do that. So I do. <laughs> what is she laughing at? No. Uh, the, the thing oh. is, I'm, I'm, I'm picking up this breathing and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, gosh, have I gotten so fat that I'm <laughs> breathing this loud? And I realized it's my daughter. So I'm looking at her. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, it, it was like, oh my God, I'm so fat. <laughs> it's so exhausting to sit down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, but if you guys, um, if you haven't done that test, um, I definitely recommend doing it to see if you do have diastasis recti. And so a lot of uh, one workout that's super helpful besides, I know Pilates is another good one, 
um, is I know yoga is another good one, and then there's bar because it works a lot um, with your pelvic floor. And if your pelvic floor is weakened, like mine has, um, you have these awesome symptoms like extreme lower back pain, which is something I already had (laughs) because I got into a car accident years ago um, that fucked up my lower back, but it worsened after having my C-section. So I have lower, you know, symptoms of diastasis recti are lower back pain, um, believe constipation's another one, um, urinal leakage, and of course, like, it, you know, I don't check off all of these symptoms, um, but I know I do have it. So, you know, the bar class was really working for me, and this is something that I hope to um, get back into once this whole pandemic slows down. I'm definitely not going to let this pandemic, I know I was laughing about it, but um, I'm not going to let it deter me from what my goals were, which are to, you know, finally try to lose the baby pounds and um, get back into shape because, well, not even in shape, I wasn't fit, but to at least lose the pounds because we do want to have a second child. Um, and so I just don't want to have the weight from my first baby and then pack on my new weight for the second baby and just you know, it'll just be more, as I get older and as time flies, it's going to become more and more difficult to lose the weight. So um, I just want to steer away from that and just kind of reset um, to my original or as close as I can get to my original body before we try for baby number two. Um, So yeah, so I'm not, I'm just gonna, we're just gonna wait for this pandemic to hopefully slow down. And then we will just go back to our normal routines, hopefully, um, which is Noelle back in her daycare um, every other week. Um, and me, I mean, going back to work and then going to my classes and then Christopher starting his um, nursing profession or continuing it. You know, again, it's it's so strange to me because as you were saying that, I was thinking about like going back to normal. Um, I made a choice when Noelle was was going to be born that mm-hmm. you know i wasn't going to spend a majority of my time working mm-hmm. and being away um you know as i, mean, I don't i don't really want to say it like this either because i don't think it's really completely true but a lot of men are expected just to go out there and you know bring in the finances and you know leave you know the wife the mother to the child raising or rearing i guess that's the word they use and yeah. i know that's something that you'd like to combat a, about a lot about because you're like you know what we deserve and we have the right to work too and whatnot mm-hmm. <clears throat> then you get those those men that are like house husbands and blah 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 but mm-hmm. it's really weird and then you have both parents working and gone all the time um i you know i am uh you know I grew up with both of my parents constantly working and that's the yeah. one thing that I, I didn't like. And the thing is I, you know, I knew that I didn't want to do that with my child. Um, I have wonderful parents, wonderful. I love them both greatly, but I just, I don't want to miss out on that. Uh, you know, and yeah. I, you know, I'm, I have a child and I'm having children at a later age and I didn't want to be like, Oh wow. You know, miss you know missing out on some of these awesome milestones and then by the time we could spend more time together because i'll be retired i could barely move Mm -hmm. you know right so that's something that 
has been in my head. And when she said that, going back to normal, I mean, nothing's going to be normal again. I left a uh, director of nursing position because I was spending literally 16, 18 hours at the, you know, at the facility and it's just yeah. not worth it. It's stupid. It's done. Weekends too. Yeah. Away. yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I, I can't do that. Um, yeah, what I love about modern day society um, is that it's no longer it's it's no longer really viewed as a patriarchal society anymore where the man has to work and, you know, the mom is, you know, at home and it's it's changing now. Times well, are changing now. Gender roles are becoming a little more I don't even defined think it's differently that anymore because I think it's the individual now because everyone right. wants to make more and more money and people and like, you know, I know a lot of men, I even myself like, you know, the more money I got, the more I was like, all right, well, if I'm going to make six figures, then this, then yeah, I could deal with this much time, you know, I'll, you know, I'll dedicate to them and understand this is what I have with my family. Yeah, I mean, I agree it varies per family and I'm sure that, you know, there's people listening out there who are stay-at-home mothers and the, you know, husband or partner works um, and brings all the money. Like, I, I understand that. Um, but I'm just saying that there's more variations in family households now and it's becoming more normalized. Like a stay-at-home husband is considered more normalized now than it was back in the day. So can I be a stay-at-home husband then? No. Oh. <laughs> but that is only because he and our current in our family situation, he makes more than I do. Oh. Um, that's the only reason, you know, I, I wouldn't look Great. at him differently. Um, I wouldn't look at you differently because you're your stay-at-home husband. Um, it, that's not the case at all. It's just because in our situation, you make more. So he has to work. Um, I do not have to work per se, um, because we would be pretty, we would still be comfortable. Um, if, if, you know, Christopher was the only one working and I stayed home, but I personally, I choose to work. Um, so, but it varies per family. And, it's really interesting that you bring this up now, babe, because um, our upcoming guests, we have a bunch of upcoming guests. Mm-hmm. One of them is um, a, a friend of mine. We were good friends in high school. We kind of lost touch and we recently reconnected due to <clears throat> thank you to social media for that. Um, and she's going to be on the show in the upcoming weeks. And she's a stay at home mother mm-hmm. and her husband works. Mm-hmm. So he's the only he's a sole provider. And then we have a completely extreme opposite, which is mm-hmm. another guest of ours who she works. She has a very, um, I think, what is she like an engineer? She's like something, mm-hmm. some strong career and her husband stays at home. Mm-hmm. So we have complete extreme polar opposites, uh, family situations, but they are both normal, you mm-hmm. know, and back in the day, the latter wouldn't really have been considered normal. Mm-hmm. You know, the husband would have been looked at like, you know, lazy or mm-hmm. has a woman's job. So mm-hmm. um, I'm just really you nurse. <laughs> uh. Uh, gosh. And yeah, you're a nurse. And yeah. back then that's looked at more as a woman's job. <laughs> back then from like 2000 for you the fuckers uh, and everything, right? I know. He's a nurse. Nice one, nurse. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so i'm pretty excited to have Mm -hmm. um those guests come on our show and this is how raw we are we have our our daughter playing the keyboard that's i mean that's something we could talk about so since we're here you know home with her i put my instruments out to let her explore and venture Mm -hmm. and uh we caught her for the first time playing keys 
Well, we want her singing. to be. We want her to be musically inclined because Christopher is very talented. Um, he plays a talented at sitting. <laughs> That's my talent. Anyways, he's very talented. He taught himself how to play multiple instruments, and uh, we want. We would like. It'd be nice if Noelle follows in those footsteps. I mean, yeah. if she's doesn't want to in the future, I mean, that's on her. It's her decision. And she's literally spinning herself <laughs> in circles. <laughs> yeah, she's so fun. <laughs> but she's really seemed to take a liking to uh, the keyboard, so mm-hmm. she plays that throughout well, the day. Well, she plays the Yuki, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. She likes to yeah. like strum on your Yuki yeah, sometimes. And the guitar. Yeah. And she loves music. She does. Uh, yeah. She does. But I don't know if that's because... I don't know if she loves music so much because since she was in the womb, we have music. You know, we mm. play it, you play it. Um, when she was in my belly, Christopher would play music for her. He wrote, um, he wrote, what is it called? Not a nursery rooms. You wrote an EP yeah. for her. Lullabies, that's the word I'm thinking yeah. of. You wrote a lullaby for her. Um, Did a whole she, EP of songs dedicated to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when she was born, and you know, while she was a newborn, I the only she was like a potato. I just held her the whole time. She didn't move. Um, he was playing music. He was strumming the guitar, and she <laughs> we would have just, a video of her. I play one song, and she's ah, and then I changed up the dude. She's like ah, and then <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. That's how I knew she, songs would be hits or not. Yeah, yeah. She was the <laughs> she was the Simon Cowell of the <laughs> because yeah, he went. He likes to write you like to write songs and so when she when he would write one if she liked it she would just sit there you know attention all on him and if he changed it to another song and she didn't like it she cried it was really funny to watch and she was doing that like at two months old so she's always been exposed to music uh since she wasn't you know inside me so maybe that's why she loves music i don't know i, ju- I just like realized that point now as we're talking but yeah um so also you know with i want to kind of change the subject back to the coronavirus covid19 corona uh just because it's you know for me i've been feeling a lot of anxiety yes and like a super anxiety yes. yes same here um and i don't know if you um if you guys didn't tune in to last week's episode with our guest nurse tara i highly mm-hmm. recommend that you do um it was a great episode and mm-hmm. i kind of touched on my anxiety i do suffer mm-hmm. from anxiety myself i didn't really dive into it because i wanted to focus on our guests but i do suffer from anxiety as well and so it's been a nightmare for you for me as well we both have anxiety so we just have not been sleeping no. we've been sleeping like shit um and it's just what is it what is it it's been hard uh, waking up throughout the night thinking about um getting really dark thinking really dark <laughs> thoughts like like what if we you know our child was to get well, sick the worst thing was it's just terrible some of my nursing friends have been putting up on facebook like sick children from around the world that are yeah. not doing well with coronavirus covid19 and um i hate that like i hate looking at that i know it's real but it's stupid i don't want to look at it like hey i got a small location some of some of them that are putting this up has small little kids at home. Why are you trying to make me suffer? You know, and the thing is yeah, that everyone's like, everyone's at a panic enough. Yeah, and it's like you know, I just can't imagine. I don't know what to do, um, and I just do it. You know what? I, I, again, you, I think you said it best. You're like, you don't know what's going to happen, and for sure, if you know members of my family 
and myself and my daughter and my extended family, if we all survive through this, you know, because I have to say if, you know, there's a possibility I have a cousin that has it, you know, um, you know, I mean, if we all survive through this, it's like, yeah, this is going to really change the way I look at everything. And the truth is, you know, unless I own the company, I'm not going to give my soul to the company. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be anyone's executive vice president. I'm trying to be, you know, CEO, chairman, whatever. Well, you know, you can't really do that unless you No, no, there's some dudes that come out of nowhere and get those high positions. Mm-hmm. Unless I, you know, if I create, like, for example, this, you know, Sake Productions is something that I, I've master, uh, you know, mastermind and, you know, really been in the forefront with. I'll dedicate hours to this. You know, no, honey, do not put the back scratcher through the TV screen. That is a bad idea. Sweetheart. Well. So what I'm trying to say is like, you know, everyone out there, um, you know, I we, we are all in different paths of life financially and everything. But guys really realize what you're giving up your hours for because we don't get those hours back. Yes, that's true. Um, we don't get it back. And you know what? I would rather live you know, middle class and have a healthy relationship, you know, with my family and everything, then be on the top, be upper class and have my kid off to some boarding school and be socially awkward as I'm awkward with my child, you know? Yeah, or distant or like strangers. Perfect strangers. Perfect strangers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys, we're going to, is it, do you have anything else to say or can we cut it short? No, we can cut it short. Let's um, cut it short. Just... We have about, maybe we're like 10, 10 minutes shy of an hour. Okay. But, you know, um, just know that we'll be, oh my goodness, we are going to cut it short because she's going right after the thing. Oh, shit, shit. Okay, okay go ahead away and, from it. yeah, uh, we'll just. All right, guys. Yeah. Well, take her away from that. I'm trying to. Okay. So, um, I hope you enjoyed this uh, short episode here, of love. the Pam Hour. Um, You can email us at mysakiproductions at gmail.com. And you can also follow us on our Instagram. It is slowly up and coming. Um, I put two whole pictures on there (laughs) trying to get it going. Um, But our Instagram handle is um, at mysakiproductions, M-Y-S-A-K-E, productions. And... Um, yeah, I mean, Good I'm job. also looking for parents out there that would possibly want Good to job. be interviewed. They can just call in. Um, if you have a story to share um, that you believe will relate to um, yeah, parents so around the world them. out there or pregnant parents, mm-hmm. you don't even have to have your child. You can be pregnant or maybe you want a child. Um, whatever situation yeah. is that has to do with um, babies, please email us at mysockyproductions at uh-huh. gmail.com. Okay. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye, boy. This is where the outro music goes. I love juice.